welcome back guys to the new and improved podcast with your girl Brianna Callis self-love overflow we're here I believe that in order for you to find your purpose you have to love yourself first gotta love yourself first and in order to do that you have to change your thinking it all starts in your mind so let's hop into this episode what's up everybody it's your girl Bree. i am back with a second episode in the third season of self-love overflow and today's topic is prosperity in exile um so I'm going to just hop right in because I got a few nuggets for you. I'm not going to hold you long today, but I do have a few nuggets for you. I know that we are all um, experiencing um, this whole COVID-19 coronavirus situation. Um, many of us have been affected by it, but I just wanted to give you guys some words of encouragement on today. Um, and so basically I have been studying the book of Daniel. I was having a conversation with my father-in-law the other day and he was like, you know, you should read the book of Daniel. So I started reading it and it's been amazing. Y'all it's really been blessing me. Um, but particularly chapter six, and it's a story that we have all heard about. Um, and not even just chapter six, but I I would encourage you guys to start from the beginning, um, and go all the way back to, well, go all the way back to chapter one, but also, um, the chapter where it talks about, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were thrown into the blazing furnace. But go there. I mean, it's just plenty of nuggets, um, and there's plenty of stories that can definitely get you through this test and this trial now. But just to um, go back, so I was reading about the lion's den, and basically just to give you guys a synopsis of it, um, King Darius is now in rule, um, and Darius actually likes Daniel, but because he has placed Daniel over um, like the administrators, the say traps, they did not like that. And so they were trying their best to come up with something that could harm Daniel, that could get Daniel in trouble with King Darius. So they could not find anything. You know, the Bible talks about how Daniel didn't have any charge, no corruption. He was trustworthy. There was no negligence. There was no corruption found in him. Um, um, but if you read about Daniel, Daniel is like a super humble, like I absolutely love Daniel. Daniel is like super humble. He's probably one of the most humble guys I've ever read about in the word of God. Um, but essentially they could not find anything against him. So what they did is they went to King Darius and basically made King Darius put an edict because they knew that Daniel was trustworthy to them, but Daniel was also trustworthy to God. And they knew that that was the one thing that they could probably get Daniel with because they knew that Daniel was not going to waver in his faith and waver in his trust in God. And I think when I, when I think about that, I think about, um, the types of tests, you know, that we're having, you know, even right now in this situation, you know, Satan really wants to get the glory out of this situation. You know, Satan really wants us to be anxious and, and for us to have anxiety and be depressed and be sad and be down and worry, you know, and fear, you know, because most people do have a fear of the unknown. And at this point in time, there is a big, um, uncertainty about this whole situation but Satan wants us to be like that and so Satan is going to use whatever he can to pretty much try to get us in that troubled space you know so that's what these people were trying to do to Daniel they wanted to get him in trouble with the king because they felt like he should not be the king over them he should not head them 
And so they get the king to make up this edict. And the edict is basically saying that for the next 30 days, um, no one can petition any other gods but King Darius. Um, and that includes God, our father, you know, so that's the edict that King Darius puts in place. King Darius basically says it's irrevocable. It cannot change, you know, and so he has this edict in place. So as soon as they said it, Daniel is like, you know what? I don't care what they say. I'm not changing who I am. I'm not changing the fact that I worship my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm not I'm not going to waver in my faith. I'm not going to uh, be wishy-washy. I'm not going to question whether or not this is right or wrong. Like, I'm just going to continue to do what I do, and that's worship my God. And so he had learned that it was signed. He immediately goes to his house, lifts his windows, so people can actually see in and for three times and three times a day he got down on his knees he prayed he gave thanks to God just as he had done before so nothing changed with him you know he didn't waver so of course these men they come in they spy on him they found him petitioning his God and then they go back to the king and they're like okay you signed this edict so now you need to enforce it because Daniel is doing exactly what you said he couldn't do um, so as you're reading on, you'll notice that King Daniel really does like Dan King Darius really does like Daniel. And so um, King Darius really does not want to throw Daniel into the lion's den, but he signed this edict and he's made it irrevocable. So there's nothing he can do. So he basically orders for Daniel to be thrown into the lion's den. Um, and before he actually leaves, um, he pretty much is like, you know, may your God rescue you may the god that you continually serve rescue you so it's like king darius kind of had like this you know this special place in his heart for daniel and he really was hoping that daniel would be saved you know through this so of course um that night it talks about how king darius couldn't sleep and how he couldn't eat and how he he just became really troubled with the fact that that Daniel was in this lion's den and he could possibly have been eaten by these lions, right? But it's funny to me because, you know, King Darius was so arrogant um, and, but it was something in him that was telling him that God, that God was real, that, you know, God was powerful and that God could rescue him. So I thought that that was really, really interesting. Okay, so basically King Darius wakes up the next morning. He runs to the pit where they throw Daniel, where they throw Daniel in, and he cries out for Daniel, praying that Daniel would would actually um, speak back, and Daniel does. So King Darius is like super happy, you know, and he's like, you know, D Daniel tells Darius, you know, that the angel came and shut the, the lion's mouth, and that he's not harmed. And, and that he's okay. So King Darius is overjoyed. And then King Darius, Darius then commands uh, for the men who actually accused Daniel of this, for them to be thrown into the lion's pit, but also their families, their wives, their children. So, you know, basically these men thought that they were out to get Daniel. Um, and little did they know, they pretty much set their whole family up. You know, th th their crimes, uh their crimes caused their 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 families to be incriminated as well. Um, and that was kind of interesting for me, too, because this was like a Persian law or rule to where um, you had to execute the entire family member of criminals. 
the entire family mem- the entire family of criminals. So I thought that was kind of crazy, man. Um, but when you try to apply that today and you look at it from a spiritual standpoint, what I took from that was disobedience. You know, I've been really big on obedience and disobedience. And 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 when we are disobedient in what God calls us to do, we, in a sense, incriminate our families too. You know, we don't give our families a fighting chance when we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And so how can we expect our family members to follow God's path if we're not doing what God has called us to do? So that's what I kind of took from that. Um, Now, if you go on, it goes on to say that King Darius pretty much creates another decree um, that all people must tremble in fear before the God of David. And he says, for he is the living God. He endures forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed and his dominion has no end. He rescues and delivers. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth for he has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions and then it says so Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus and Persian right so here we are you know we have this amazing story about how Daniel you know was un, un, unharmed by these lions he was thrown in this pit but the angels shut the line, the mouths of the lions. And I took four points from this because I think that in a sense, yes, in a sense, it seems like we're kind of in our own little exile um, because what you have to understand from this story, if you start, go back, start from the beginning, Daniel is actually in, he's actually in a time of exile. And so um, it's, exile is basically you being like banned from your own country and all I, I can't help but to think that that's how some of us may feel not necessarily banned from our own country but we kind of feel like we're in this place of uncertainty we feel like we're in this place of um, fear um, some of us are in this place of anxiety of depression of loneliness um, and I just wanted to try, I just, you know, pray that God would just drop something in my spirit. And so what he dropped in my spirit was prosperity and exile. You know, that last line, it talks about how Daniel prospered during the rain. And then when I go down here in my notes, it says, as there was prosperity in the land, Daniel prospered also in his time of exile. And so if I could encourage anybody, I want us to know and understand that this is not a time for us to be fearful and to shrink back. You know, this is a time for us to really trust God, um, to be obedient to God's word, to move when God says move, to be still when God says to be still, to not fear, um, and just to understand that we can and will have prosperity in exile. Um, This doesn't have to be a, a bad thing or a bad situation. You know, we can, we, we have a choice here. We have a choice to either, um, stay the same in this or to come out better, to come out better, to come out on top, to come out prosperous, to come out victorious in this situation. You know, now I know some of us are, you know, probably going through a lot more than many of us. And, you know, thank God I was blessed to, I am essential personnel. My husband is essential personnel. So, you know, and and we have a great support system, but there are so many people who have lost their jobs, you know, who are temporarily laid off. Um, whose daycares have closed, you know, with the schools out there, so many people confused about doing what they're going to do with their children. You know, there are people who are getting sick. There are essential personnel who are, you know, working directly with people who have been diagnosed with this thing. And so, you know, my encouragement is I took four different points um, from this passage. You know, my first point, of course, is to trust God. Um, Even when you start back at the beginning of 
of the book of Daniel, you know, when it talked about Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego and how they were thrown into that fiery furnace, you know, one of the biggest things that they did was to trust God. They were going to trust God to see them through this. And because of that, you know, um, God sent an angel, you know, to, to, to cover them, you know, while they were in this fiery furnace and they came out unharmed, unwounded, you know, as well as Daniel. Daniel did the same thing. He was thrown into this lion's pit and, and, and he emerged from his place of testing unharmed and with no wounds. You know, they literally closed, God literally closed the mouth of those lions. And so that's what I want us to kind of put in our minds, like irregardless of what's happening in the world on today, um, I have a responsibility to trust God. You know, if I say that I'm a child of the king, then I need to trust God. Um, so that's point number one. Point number two is do not fear. You know, when 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 they, when Daniel was thrown, getting ready to be thrown into this lion's den, um, Daniel didn't show any signs of alarm or fear. You know, and, and when they when they had uh, put this edict, you know, when when King Darius put this edict out here that he couldn't he couldn't worship God, the one true living God. You know, he didn't he didn't fear. You know, he continued to do what he was supposed to do. He continued to do what was right. He continued to stay in right standing with God. And I think that that's what we have to do as well. You know, the world may be in a, in a panic state right now, but we don't have to be. You know, we are children of the Most High. We can choose not to be in a state of panic. Now, I'm not saying that you can't use wisdom. You definitely need to listen to your um, your authorities and those who are in high positions, you know, in reference to what they're saying about this situation. But at the same time, you have to make a decision whether, of whether or not you're going to trust God or whether or not you're going to live in fear. And, and, and I'm here to tell you, do not fear. Do not fear. It's not going to make this better. Um, it'll probably make it worse for you. Um, you don't have to fear uh, the coronavirus. You don't have, but you don't have to fear, you know, losing your job. Okay, this is what I said before. We're going to come out of this better than when we went in. And so, for some of us, for a lot of us, I believe that this this is a setup for something great. Um, I saw a post the other day on Facebook, and it was talking about how some of the major companies were built during the last. Um, what was it called? The last epidemic that we had. Um, I can't remember what it was, but um, you know, some big, some of the bigger business. Some for some of us, this is an opportunity for us to be still and actually do what God has called us to do in reference to starting our own business. Um, you know, for some of us, this is an opportunity for us to be still to grow closer to Him, to to be in right relationship with Him. If you are in right relationship with God, then you don't have anything to fear. You don't have anything to fear. So we got trust in, trust in God. Do not fear. Number three is stay loyal to God, um, to God and to God's word. You know, and what I mean by that is um, not deviating, you know, not being wishy-washy, not one day I'm fearing, the next day I'm feeling fine. Um, literally staying loyal to God, staying loyal to God's word, um, hiding it in your heart, studying it, meditating on his word day and night to just get those verses in you. Um, my pastor, she said something a few weeks ago that really resonated with me, and it was, um, and I'm pretty sure someone else has said it, but if you if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready, you know? And so for many of us, we should have already had verses that we could just spit out, you know, that was hidden in our heart for times like these. And many of us are not ready, not to mention it seems like the entire world was not ready for this. But 
spiritually, we need to stay ready. Um, and, and that includes us being loyal to God, not, not becoming wishy-washy, not being over here one day, being over there the next, but not deviating from the path that God has called you to. Um, and, and, and also that calls for a level of obedience to God. You know, I talk a lot about obedience and disobedience, but yeah, it's, it's being obedient to God. Staying loyal to God means that you're going to obey him and what he has called you to do in this season. You know, so I know that many of us are frustrated right now, but we have to change our perspective on this situation. We have to change the way that we're looking at this thing. We have to change how we think about this situation. And we have to know and understand, you know, that God reigns, you know, that he that he endures forever. You know, that he does rescue, he does deliver, and he is going to rescue and deliver us out of this if we trust him, if we do not fear, and if we stay loyal to what he has called us to do, right? Okay, and then the fourth one is prosper in exile. I loved how how the word talks about how Daniel prospered, you know, in that year. You know, and, and for me, when I think of prosperity, I, I do think of getting better, you know, and that's all that I can think about, that Daniel was better after this. You know, because time and time again throughout this book, God is constantly um, proving his power to these people through Daniel, you know, with him being able to interpret visions, um, with him, you know, pretty much being in high ranking with every king (laughs) that has actually been in Babylon, you know. And so it's just a matter of understanding that we, we can and will prosper in exile. Like even though we feel like we're in a tested place right now, even though many of us feel like this is a place of uncertainty, change your perspective so that you can prosper in this so that when we come out of this, you'll be better. You'll do better. You'll know better. Um, you know, find things that you can do that's going to build you up. That's going to make you a better person within this thing. You know, it's no need for us to keep complaining. There's no need for us to keep being negative about this whole situation. Of course, there are going to be some hard-headed people who um, who are going out and doing what they want to do. So be it. It is what it is. You stay covered. You stay built up. You stay loyal to what God has called you to do in this season. Um, you get back to writing. You get back to reading. You get back to studying the Word of God. You get back to praying. You know, you get back to um, to what God originally told you to do. Get back to that um, and understand that you will prosper in this exile. You know, so we are not in this alone. You know, I hope that that encouraged you. That's just um, four little nuggets that I took from reading chapter six, the book of Daniel. Um, if you have some time, I really encourage you guys to start reading this book. It's absolutely amazing. So many nuggets in it. Um, and just understand that this is just a place of testing. You know, um, if you if you if you really and truly trust God like you say you do, then you're going to come out of this unharmed, untouched, no wounds. You know, you're going to be preserved in this. Um, but you have to trust God and you have to refuse spiritual compromise. You can't continue to put yourself in positions based off of the things that you say where you, where you're spiritually compromised. You know, I see a lot of people saying stuff and speaking things within their lives, you know, throughout this test. And I'm like, Jesus, like, don't spiritually compromise yourself just because you're going through a test that's not going to last forever. You know, don't do that to yourself. Don't give the enemy leeway. Don't open a door and invite the enemy in. Um, Because, yeah, this is difficult for a lot of people, you know, especially finance wise. 
but you can't we can't continue to look at the physicality of everything you know we can't continue to look at what's happening right in front of our eyes it's time that we really do start looking at things from a spiritual perspective and we have to understand that now is the time for God to show his power but you have to trust that God is going to do that for you so, you know, I hope that this really blessed you guys. That was just four little nuggets, short little episode here today. Um, and I hope that everybody is staying safe. I hope that everybody is staying prayed up. Um, I hope that everybody is uh, being wise throughout this entire situation. And I just pray that, you know, God would bless you all in this, that if you did lose your job and if someone is sick, you know, in your family or if it's you, I just thank you right now in the name of Jesus that everything that you have lost has been fully restored, that your body is fully healed in the name of Jesus, and that you have everything that you need and plenty more to put in store. Um, but understand that God is your provider, you know, and that it's time for us to stop trying to do things in our own strength. It's time for us to stop trying to trust ourselves and the people around us. Now is the time to truly trust God. So trust God. Do not fear Stay loyal to God and God's word and understand that in the end, we are going to prosper. We are going to prosper in this exile. Hallelujah. All right. Well, y'all have a great day. It is Tuesday um, and y'all be safe out there. Love you guys. really hope that that blessed you and I really hope that you guys are really taking the opportunity and um, moving out the way and just allowing God to exercise his power and his strength through you during this time I know that this whole social distancing thing um, is kind of crazy you know it's kind of crazy I can't even believe that I'm living through something like this but um, I mean just it's crazy for me to think that this is going to be in my kids history books one day um, but anyway um, we're still blessed we're still prosperous um, we can still get through this, but the, the notion is when, when you go through a test, when you go through a trial, the biggest thing is that you need to come out better than when you went in. So what are you doing right now that's making you better, that's building you up, you know, that's 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 getting you closer to what God, to where God wants you to be, to that's um, developing your gifts, your talents. Um, you know, think about that. Think about that thing, man. And, and honestly, please, you know, continue to trust God. Don't allow fear to seep into your life, into your heart. Be loyal to God's word. Don't deviate from what he has told you. Don't deviate from the fact that he's a healer. Don't deviate from the fact that he's a provider. Don't deviate from the fact that God is going to, um, to give us back more than what we lost in this season. You know, and, and don't deviate from who God called you to be. Continue to grow into that person um, and understand that we are going to have prosperity in exile that we can prosper in this thing man we can prosper in this thing so i love y'all um, i hope that you guys are staying safe um, you all are in my prayers and please like share um, listen 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 and just share these encouraging words with someone else i love you guys peace